but it wouldn't have gotten to happen if you died. You are the proximate cause of TJ's uh, right. financial hardship. That's right. I'm glad we know that now. Hey guys, uh, welcome to the Big Blue United podcast. Um, my name is TJ. I'm here with my friends Colin and Dan. Uh, how are we doing tonight? What's going on, guys? Doing okay. Very insightful. Thank you for sharing, Colin. I am well, also doing I, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, Colin, listen. we're your friends. We want to know why you're doing okay and why you can't be doing better than okay. Mm. Well, I mean, I suppose it could have something to do with two wins in a row. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, spicy. spicy it's very it? spicy. The Giants are like really good at two two game win streaks. We've had like. That's like I think the longest win streak we've had in the past two seasons is it's two games in a row. But hey, it's like a signature win streak we got going. Very, well, very good possibility to extend that win streak with the schedule coming up, which is what we're going to talk about today, among other things. Um, just want to mention <laughs> you, what, what? Wait, 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 wait. You, you mean that there's a bye week and we can't lose next week? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, and a cursed. <laughs> no, we bleep it. We bleep it. Oh boy. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yes, we can't lose next week. That's true. I was speaking to the next game as opposed to next week. I misspoke there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> what I did want to talk about is is knockarounds, though, because everyone needs a pair of sunglasses when it's going to start to snow, and that sun's reflecting off in your eyes, and you can't see. So that's why you need to go to knockarounds.com, use the code BIGBLUE25 from now till Christmas to get 25% off any knockarounds. You know, it's something I'm going to do. What about you guys? I think something that we don't appreciate about knock-around sunglasses is, is the cool factor. And, and something that I, I've been trying to do in my day-to-day life, now that we work from home and every meeting is on Zoom, is I, I like to throw on my, my knock-around glasses, sunglasses right before a meeting, and then you really just set the tone. And people talk to you differently. It's like having a mustache. So I, I, I recommend uh, throwing on your knock-arounds for your, for your uh, virtual meetings so you can really establish some, some dominance and, and really dictate um, – your life and your business and your money. Knock but around. Dan, if if I wear the knockarounds with a mustache, does it cancel it out or does it heighten the power? Heighten, heighten. Come on. I would like you to to do that and report back. Okay. I think I right. think power is untold when you when you combine such elements. <laughs> and then and then Colin, if you could if you could really you really want to take it over the edge, grow a rat tail too. Oh, mustache, no. rat tail, sunglasses. How about, how about a mustache and then bring back the neck beard from college? Neck beard. I will mustache. never do that again. <laughs> you, you, Steph will not allow that to happen. I thought you were just so. a really big Freeway fan. I thought it was, it was a Levar Arrington thing. <laughs> uh, no, it was Mr. a LeBron Nichols? James. It was not Mr. Nichols. It was LeBron James when he was on the Blue Powerades when we were. Uh, I guess it was Hayes Hall in college. Um, and uh, he, we bought him all the time. And you guys decided that. Uh, well, I, I realized that I couldn't grow a full beard, but I knew that a lot of hair would grow below my chin line. So you guys making fun of me, but I didn't think it was making fun of me at the time. It's like, oh, you won't do it. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, and I, it did was, it. And I, know, I, had... I know it was like a spite beard for sure. Oh, so, you know, from you guys. <laughs> I mean, I, reg- I don't know why I didn't have it. I could grow a full beard in college, but I didn't have one until I was like at least in my mid-20s. That, that was a huge It wasn't mistake. as cool back then. Yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. I guess you're right. I wasn't such a uh, hipster doofus uh, living in Brooklyn as I am now. So yeah, not that I'm you're a doing a good doofus. job of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I used to be at least. Um, <laughs> so Dan, what's going on with uh, Gettleman this week? Yeah, Gettleman is sort of 
you know, on one right now. He's throwing himself a bit of a party uh, in the wake of, of the first win against the Eagles in how many years was it, guys? Four. Four years. 2016. Okay. It's 2016. Gettleman took to his burner account and said simply, I won the draft, um, which is a statement. But also, it should be noted that uh, Twitter had a, a, a little message underneath, a little exclamation point with a circle around it that said, uh, official sources called the draft differently. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. I think he's being fact-checked by, uh, you know, the the the, the lamestream media. Oh, boy. The powers above and their censorship. I can't believe it. Coming after Gettleman. He might have actually been saying all the drafts he's participated in. He's he won all of them. Yeah, he was, he's won every single one. Yeah. Even maybe the ones he wasn't in, he, like, used his mind power to do it. I don't yeah. know. Those drafts, those drafts have a lot of implications of fraud. I don't know. It seems weird. But uh, so, guys, last week we kind of talked about, you know, our thoughts on the season so far. And, and I think, you know, we, we said a lot of things. And then the Giants came out and really had a very, I would almost say, convincing victory over the Eagles. So anything to reassess what we thought about last week, Dan? Yeah, this is like the duality of being a Giants fan. I, I work so hard to keep my expectations down and not get excited about the team and think they're the worst and they're doomed. And then they go on a massive two-game win streak. And, and my heart just says I'm back in. And, and what I want to say is, can you be a bandwagon fan of a 3-7 of a and seven team? Is that like a thing? <laughs> I, I feel like it's like I'm jumping on the bandwagon for a 3-7 and seven team. But basically, to me, uh, is what we said in the beginning is, you know, we don't expect a lot, but we want to, to watch a, like a fun team and a fun product. And I think at this point, they're a fun team. They're, they're playing hard. They're playing together. Um, it seems like whatever Judge is doing is working. Um, and they're they're in every game they play, so it checks all the boxes for me. As long as they continue to improve, I'm in. And if we can <laughs> hilariously win the NFC East and make it to the playoffs, that'd be awesome. And and we'll figure out the draft later on. I'm I'm not going to pine for you know a, a quarterback that we probably won't draft anyway. It's it's one of those classic double edged sword scenarios for me when I'm when I'm looking at this because a I love to see some consistency and have them actually show up and look like a team that is part of the NFL. Uh, And I would love to see them stack more and more wins as uh, Eli has become, you know, he's, he's starting to say as his Twitter personality, which is a very entertaining follow. Um, But the more that uh, we win, the more that Davies head creeps over my shoulder and says, the more wins I have, the more of a chance I'm sticking around. Fellas. I know, dude. Yeah. Because you know what? John Mara's going to be like, oh, well, you know what? It took a little while. It's a roundabout way. Dave, you did it. And I can't believe it. I'll give you another 15-year contract. How about it? I mean, I mean, You're would right, you ever dude. entertain the idea that, like, we're wrong? No, not about Gettleman. <laughs> not about Gettleman. No, no, no. I, 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 was, I was just saying this to Steph before. Uh, we were talking about the game a little bit, and I said the most ideal situation is we manage to make the playoffs at whatever record we have, make a little bit of a run, do what we, we never expected, and we still fire Gettleman afterwards. That'll yeah. never happen. But I, I like that would be such a victory in itself. We'd get knocked out in the first round, and Gettleman's gone, and I'm fine, fine yeah. with it. It's not about jeopardizing the draft pick anymore. It's jeopardizing firing Gettleman is the new yeah. goal. Of this <laughs> I, I still want him gone, and I, I don't care what happens. I don't know. We're like backing ourselves into a corner here. I mean, I think the most important thing 
like about this is like I don't really feel that much differently about this team. I think they the offense was starting to put it together. We saw parts of it in the last two games. And then it, it, it worked this game, and then play calling was good. They, they did enough read option with Jones, which is the most successful play they've been running all year. And it, he didn't fall down this time. He got a touchdown, which is cool. But the number one thing is that the line looks better. And I think when, you know, the, that was the gripe we've had all, all year. And, and whatever reason, this shifting offensive line that they're doing, which is sort of like very counterintuitive, right? Because you normally think that, uh, like, the same starters creating a cohesive unit is what has made success for a lot of teams over the years, but not for the giants right now. And, and I love it. And I love that they're, you know, Jones has time to throw and they look great. And I mean, my thoughts haven't changed. It's, it's one game. I want to see them moving forward and playing, you know, up to a stiffer competition, Seattle, Arizona and whatnot coming up. So that'll be the games I'm looking for to see if they really are putting this together as a whole, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, the offensive line is somehow working better. I still don't think they're world beaters by any means. Sure, I, I probably miss. I probably oh, no, 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 over over there. Yeah, no. Without there, a doubt. There's been some developments though. People are getting a little better individually. Well, they have a modicum of a run game, right? So now when we run the ball, it's not crazy to get four to six yards per running yeah. play, which was like an aberration the past three years. No, even so, with yeah, Saquon. Dan, if you, you mentioned that, like, so it's the fifth straight game with a hundred yards rushing at 150 plus in that game. They went from 32nd in the league and now they're 16th. So I yeah. mean, it, that's working. Right. They had a hundred yards in the first half. I don't remember the last time we've done that. Probably in a, yeah. alone. Well, Tiki it's because we've never situation. had a rushing quarterback. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. true. But by the um, way, Daniel Jones is like the second best rushing quarterback, probably behind Lamar Jackson in the NFL, which is awesome. I love uh, that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think Ky- Kyler Murray might have something to say about that. Oh well, I don't know. <laughs> the stats aren't there, or maybe they yeah. are. I didn't look up Kyler's stats. Excuse me, my bad. Other other quarterbacks also don't have to scramble for their lives as much as as Daniel Jones, but the the, the design run plays are working somewhat. I I worry that he gets injured. I also think that the that the the run game is helping uh you know across the board but pass protection it doesn't look great i still see andrew thomas getting blown off the ball all the time he even though like somehow he manages to stay between you know daniel jones and, and the edge rusher sometimes he's still not like putting up his fight his his footwork doesn't look great um he's improving slightly but he's still you know not where he should be, I don't think, at this point in the season. Oh, I, I, I don't know if we talked about it. I read somewhere where uh, uh, he he went back to some of his old techniques from college, and there was an uptick in productivity because of it, which is bizarre. I, I don't know that why that would so be. seems so odd why you would move away from things that brought you success just because you're moving on to the next level. Is it just new that's, coaching? That I mean, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. I that's have a theory thought, on right? that, if that's in fact true. It seems like they were probably trying to – get bad habits that he had in college out when he came to the NFL yeah. because you can't rely on the same skills in his case, sure. you know, overpowering, just, just pushing people around because people are playing so much bigger and faster. So maybe yeah. in order to get some momentum, he just, you know, stopped concentrating on, on the you know details and is just trying to, you know, fight for his life now uh, is, is a guess. I, that, that, that is nothing. That's not based. I mean, on either way, he has looked better, which is which is super positive. And I and we rag yeah, on him all the time, sure. but I, I'm super happy that he's looking better. And you know, the, Daniel Jones in this game was, I think, he was 18 for 18 when he had what people call like a clean pocket or whatever that means, where basically like the blocking was good. So you know, we'll we'll get that in a second. But you know, the Giants, uh, 
won this weekend, which we were just talking about. Uh, 27-17 beat the Eagles for the first time since 2016, which is awesome. So, Colin, I know that, uh, you know, the Giants in this game played the part of a successful Lord Farquaad to defeat Shrek. And, and did you appreciate <laughs> that or what? Well, he he looked uh, he looked a little green out there, uh, and that's not just because uh, his jersey was green and his character is as well. But I I don't know, man. That guy, I don't I don't know what to make of Carson Wentz. To be honest with you, I don't I don't think he's good. I don't think he I think he's had flashes, and I I don't know what he's doing now. Doug Peterson's supposed to be a quarterbacks coach and is not seemingly doing anything for the kids. So. I don't know. It, the, the NFC East is so confusing to me that the fact that we're the best team in it now, and mm. we can say that now when a couple of weeks ago we couldn't. Arguably. Uh, I agree. I agree. The Giants look it, like the best team in the NFC East right now. I mean, it doesn't mean anything from now to next week or the week after, but, like, right now yeah. it is, and that's I mean, saying. I think Carson Wentz is not as bad as he, he has been playing. I think his offensive line being destroyed has a lot to do with it. Certainly. But I do also think he was probably – overrated uh the past two years you know despite the injuries um he he was a different guy that his first two seasons than we've seen this year yeah. um it's just totally different so i mean there's probably a combination of things but the offensive line being decimated certainly doesn't help i mean i think he's just lost his confidence i think the confidence factors yeah. a lot of things for quarterbacks i mean was was getting sidelined and watching it? someone else take your team and your potential MVP season to win a Super Bowl? Has that destroyed his confidence for the rest <laughs> of his career? I mean, it's not out of the question yeah. to say that, I don't think. And, yeah. and when that guy is Nick Foles and not, like, an awesome yeah. quarterback. <laughs> yeah, who is, like, faltering, like, in Chicago right now. But, yeah. I mean, Nick but, Foles boy. did steal Trubisky's job, too, so. Yeah, I mean, wow. and he has He's just, gotten paid a lot. Nick Foles has a charmed career. <laughs> Boy, he's got a, a mm-hmm. lot of money for, for what Oh, he's I'm, power to him. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, my thoughts in this game, like, you know, I know we, we discussed a little before, but uh, it, it, really the Giants are in a prime position to win this division after this game. Like, you, the Giants are super well coached. You can, like, tell. I mean, the wins are starting to get there, hopefully. The number one thing for me is they didn't turn the ball over, which is it seems like the last yeah. two games they didn't turn the ball over, and they won both those games. What a shocker that might be. You know, I know they had five turnovers for, for the for us in the, the Washington game. Yeah. No turnovers at all this That's game. That's a big but, plus five. Sure. But, you know, I mean, also the defense, um, well, the Eagles were zero for nine on third down, which is awesome. That's insane. Could you imagine being that an Eagles a... fan and seeing that stat no. and just having your soul absolutely crushed? That just brings me so What did they joy. say? The, the last time... The last time they had such an awful stretch like that was 2004, I think, is what they were saying on the broadcast. That's an abysmal stat for any team. Yeah. (laughs) It's also super sweet because the Giants' defense have notoriously been awful at giving up third-down conversions. Like, you could always check it off before the play happened every time for the past, like, seven years that they would convert on third down, (laughs) no matter who they were playing. Probably. Dan, it's funny you say that because... Uh, on the broadcast as well, I think it was Spielman, and I don't know who the other guy is. Chris Spielman, the, the former uh, v- Vikings linebacker, if I remember correctly. Um, was it Burkhart? He, it might have been. It might have been. Um, they were saying how, and I was thinking it right before they said it, and it's actually making sense for the first time ever when an announcer says such a thing. The Giants are a bend-but-don't-break defense. If they're not doing that style and doing a lot of zone read stuff, they're blitzing. And they're blitzing a lot. We're blitzing more now than 
I don't remember. I guess Spagnolo. Yeah, that was the last time we blitzed this much. So, I mean, it's cool, and they're actually executing it. Remember, uh, what was his name? Tim Lewis, Mm -hmm. that defensive coordinator. He was all about the bend but don't break. Except it was bend, break, bend again, and then and break in half. That was that was that defense. (laughs) I mean, I just I just wonder if people give that defense that moniker because Joe Judge worked for Bill Belichick, and that's like the Bill Belichick defensive style. Not that Flores hey. did, or I mean, did Flores work for Belichick? I, I, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, he's a yeah. he's a Patriots. He was guy. a D coordinator in the Patriots. There you go. Yeah, they had an I interesting mean, statistic in that game where, like, it was uh, the Belichick coaching tree and the Andy Reid coaching tree. Saw that. Patterson, and like Andy Reid's coaching tree was just like immensely successful, and then Bill Belichick's like two total <laughs> playoff wins. Yeah, yeah. Matt Patricia. Um, I, I I do want to shout out a couple things from the game. Uh, number one was. It seemed to me that they corrected a, a major failure they've had as long as I can remember. Uh, for third downs, they actually seem to be throwing to receivers that are beyond the first down marker, which <laughs> is nice. Whether or not they complete it or not, I like to see them at least attempting to convert on third down. Um, yeah. Secondly, Riley Dixon is probably the MVP of Dude. the team. Guys, oh, the you know, too, though, special teams. Just throw the special teams out there. Yeah. And Peppers with the returns, man. He's I mean, a great returner. My God. And by the way, that's why I said we were wrong about Gettleman because he re-signed Gano, which was the best move he's ever made as a GM in his career. <laughs> that right after the it, game yeah. was over. Oh, oh, the game's over? Oh, Gano signed again. There. <laughs> Don't let him go. Hey, man, it's a good signing. I mean, I'm sure he was the one that drafted him since he was from uh, North Carolina in the beginning, right? Yeah. I don't know. It depends on when he came into the league. Yeah. I mean, that's just an assumption, but I'm going to say yeah. it's true. And we also got to <laughs> shout out Wayne Gall God the Ball God. Oh, my God. You know, he Woo! only put up 55 yards rushing, but those were some hard Dude. yards. He was knocking people over. He got two touchdowns, goal line conversions. That, that jump over touchdown the line. was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Love point. that. I, Love he he looks like he's – like, I hate this. This is such a, a, a horrible cliche, but he literally looks like he's shot out of a cannon, and he didn't the last couple of years, and I'm confused. It was probably because he's not getting tackled in the backfield. Yeah. The that blocking helps. is just that... better all around. I think that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the blocking scheme is, is relatively creative too. Like they are doing a lot of cool zone matchups and and they're finally gelling a bit and, and getting the right reads and sliding off guys, which is nice to see. They're relying on a lot of wide receiver blocking, and I love that. And everybody's bought in. Austin Mack had a bunch of crazy blocks, and yet Sterling Shepard's that's like an, been an underrated skill of his that yeah. people don't talk about nearly enough. Sterling Shepard so. is a criminally underrated wide receiver. When Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. He, it's just because he's habitually injured. Yeah. You know. It's a shame. I, I love everything about his game. Me too. Great out of the slot. So, I mean, before we move on, guys, um, obviously Daniel Jones. We didn't really talk about him at all. Dan, what are your thoughts on Jones' game? I think it was a solid game. I don't think it was a spectacular, like, you know, vindication game. But he, he made a lot of good passes, passes that he should make. Uh, he, he kept drives alive. He converted on third down. And then – he had the element of the legs and, and running, which is uh, an awesome wrinkle and something as a Giants fan I'm so unused to, but it, it's it's really exciting. Um, so, I mean, I think Daniel Jones is a quality quarterback. I still think his ceiling is limited, but it's, I don't think he's going to be a bad quarterback. Um, so, you know, where we are, make the playoffs, we keep pushing. You know, whatever happens, happens. I, I've given up this, this, you know, dream of bottoming out so we can get a – Great quarterback. Daniel Jones is 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 going to be fine. He's fun to watch. He might be way better than we think. So let's keep it going. Yeah, I, I to tie on to that, 
when you have a little bit of a snippet of a competent offensive line and you can see what the guy can do and he's not forcing things and he's taking what's, you know, what he's seeing because he has the time to actually see the field. I don't think he's sta- uh, this game in particular, I guess the last two weeks for that matter, he didn't seem to be staring down the one receiver as much. He actually got to do, go through his reads a little bit. And it's unfortunate because your eyes don't deceive you. You see him play poorly. All right, well, he's playing poorly. But you give the guy just an extra second and things are going to change a little bit. So if you get some consistency in front of him in terms of a uh, you know competent line, I don't know, he, he can develop. You just got to give it to him. Sure. No, I, I mean, I agree. I think Jones, um, he 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 wasn't trying to do too much in this game, which I think is, is what he's been trying to do this whole time. Yeah. So the fact that he's, you know, his stats weren't gaudy, but his completion percentage was high. So he made the throws. There were definitely some ridiculously good catches, but he put the ball in good spots. Um, I mean, that, that particular one driver, Golden Tate, and I think, uh, I forget who else. Uh, Sterling uh, Shepard. Sterling Shepard both had those, like, you know, and they drove back right to the back. field. Those, those were good yeah. throws and better catches, but Jones did what he had to do to win this game. He ran in for a score. It could have been two without that Andrew Thomas hold. This is what I want to see because when we look back, you know, I, as much as I love Eli Manning, Eli Manning was never, in my mind, like an elite quarterback or a top five, top ten quarterback maybe, top five, not even close. The Giants managed to have success with him. I think if Daniel Jones just kind of is – a good starter, above average, maybe makes a couple Pro Bowls in his career. I think the Giants can can do things with him as long as this defense they keep building on this defense. Because yeah. yep. I mean, you know, they're they're an elite pass rusher and a cornerback away from being the best defense in the league. Whoa, Agreed. yeah, yeah. No, I I know I, I I stand behind that one hundred percent. You think they're two players in being the best defense in the league? Absolutely. Yeah, that second cornerback <sighs> yeah. spot gets picked in all the time, and they just do not have an elite pass rusher. Uh, uh, unlike from the outside. I mean, if they can sign somebody or draft somebody, I know Carter, you know, we all talk big about him, but he's not playing, so yeah. there's not much to say about him right now. Uh, Maybe yeah. he comes he's back. Not the, he's yeah. not the – Oh, Lorenzo Carter. I thought you were talking about uh, Carter Coughlin. No. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, I mean, as much as I would love that, but it's no. Like the Kool-Aid strong with you guys. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not insane, but, I'm, you know, I'm just saying if they sign somebody or draft a guy uh, that could come off the edge there – yeah. I yeah, I mean, that, that's a, a hotter take than, than it actually is, I think. And I think we've also been pretty bullish on the defense from day one. And I think I think we might be a little vindicated, too. I think the defense is, has been playing like we sort of hoped and thought they could. So, hey, Dan, uh, who, who who's leading the league in tackles right now? I, I guess uh, Martinez is. You're, you're damn right he is. Yeah. By the He's way, got 92. James Bradbury in the last two games has let up two receptions for 13 yards. He's absurd. And they were just throwing just to him. They were testing him. And he's like, no, no, don't do it. Wasn't it don't like bother. the last play of the game when they had the Eagles had a shot? They threw it to Bradbury's side. And I was like, Wentz, man, what are you doing? Like, why would you Dumb. make that throw? <laughs> no, I, I read an article where it was uh, even the interview with Peterson after the game. He was giving no credit to the Giants at all. It was disrespect up and down the board. And it's just like, dude, this is why you lost. This is it. Like, well, like, I get it. We've been a bad team for a while, but you are pathetic by, like, not even giving credit where it's due on one one day, you know? I mean, I know I hate Philly, and I know I know Gettleman's burner account hates Philly, too, a lot. So. <laughs> well, we got that in common, oh, I guess. That. Oh, got the hate for Philly. Um, <laughs> so, guys, I think, I think we need to just bring up, you know, the DeAndre Baker situation since it's in the news and the thing today. So, 
obviously he's been cut by the Giants, but the charges have been dropped against him. Uh, it looks like the, the lawyer of the plaintiffs was trying to extort cash from him to make them recount their statements. So, I mean, I don't know what's going on here. It's just like a really weird situation. But from what I gather, from what I was reading, it seems like the guys who accused him really lost their credibility with the not Joe Judge in the case here. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess my question to you guys really, I mean, I know he, we, we mentioned his characteristics and all that stuff. Um, did we kind of jump to conclusions too quickly about him? I mean, I, I sort of feel bad for, you know, pu- putting a guy out there to be bad when we didn't have all the facts. So, I mean, you know, Dan, what do you think about that? I mean, we're, we're, this is what the job is, guys. You know, we're not professional podcasters for nothing. Uh, <laughs> Every, there is no way we, we would have known that there's like this whole conspiracy I guess did this happen in Florida is this a, a yes, Florida yes, it was yes, in Florida okay, so, that, so we should have maybe factored that factor in that <laughs> lawyers would be extorting uh, complainants in, in these these charges um, yeah but I mean I don't know still I, I, I'm not one to like like give, give any player a hard time for what he does in his spare time but you know if he's involved with that and it was such an open and closed thing you know the Giants acted pretty quickly on it I thought he was, he seemed like, I thought he put more of a fight if he was innocent in these charges. Um, yeah. But, you know, if, if he, if he, if it turns out that it's not true and he's, he's, I guess these, all the charges were dropped, like, good for him. He's still a bad cornerback. Um, yes, that's the number one <laughs> he thing. He barely he's bad. time to play, he's, man. No, he's, no, he's, he's bad. A lot. He's, he's bad. bad. He, yeah, he's, he's not, well, that, if he was really good, this would be a different that's conversation. That's the second hardest position to learn in the NFL behind quarterback uh, is cornerback. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you don't know. The Giants desperately need a second corner, and he could have been the answer. Oh, no, could have been, could have been. I'm not going to say that. Hey, hey, it's our, it's our GM. It's our GM. Yeah, it must have been Dave Gettleman. Well, he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Gettleman should play cornerback. <laughs> have you That'd seen him? He's like obese, man. Yeah, he's like Humpty Dumpty. He's not looking good. He's, he's a, a hog molly. Yeah, he is a hog he's, molly. He's That's trying right. to be. Uh, he's working on becoming Bel- uh, uh not Belichick. Um, Bill Parcells, just just body type, not mentally. Oh no! Oh no! no. He, <laughs> don't even don't even put those two guys together. Yeah, that's, in, in that's true. That's true. It's physical attributes Come only. On. Yes. <laughs> um. So if we want to look look forward to not next week, but the week after, of course, to a team that's uh, apparently interested in signing uh, DeAndre Baker it is the Giants are playing up the Bengals, uh, who are two six and one. Also, not a good team. With the Bengals are interested in signing DeAndre Baker. Yes, they are. Yeah, I didn't they, know that. They yeah. just become that's like their brand now. Just like we're going to sign like people that were involved in crimes or <laughs> they're just going to call him Pac-Man Jones too. They literally, <laughs> yeah. Why did they, why did they, like them and the Raiders just have this history of just like bad character people that does not a problem. For I, the team. It's dictated by their uniforms. When you have uniforms that are that badass like the Raiders <laughs> and Bengals, you got to get some bad boys on your team. I guess uh, yeah. that's right. And I guess their win loss records have really proved that over the years as well. <laughs> that uh, yeah. that is a winning formula. Just win, baby. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Um, so, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know really the feel about this game. I just think the Giants, what I'm more worried about is the Giants are on a two-win streak and then going to a bye coming off momentum. I hope that it doesn't stop the momentum. I hope it more gives them time to be healthy. Um, we might see Xavier McKinney in this game, which would be super cool. Yeah. Um, my worry is that, you know, the Bengals have flashes of being really good and being really terrible. Uh, and I think that all is about, like, not Joe Burrow and, like, the people around him deciding when they want to play. Because Joe Burrow looks really good. Um, so far, I, I mean, I read he's got what the eighth. He's got the most completions by rookie quarterback through eight games in the NFL history. I think this guy's gonna be super oh, good. Wow. We'll see who. Huh. 
which Joe Burrow shows up like the the scared rookie he's been against the Ravens, or we'll see like the dominant quarterback he was against the Titans. He's got uh, Moxie. Yeah, I mean, I like the guy. What do you got? What do you guys feel about this game, Dan? Um, I feel like the Cincy game. All right, so so looking at the schedule ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. To project, we have Cincy, Seattle, Arizona, Cleveland, Baltimore, and Dallas. Um, I think the Cincy game we have a good a chance as any out of, out of this slate of games to win. Um, Cincy's okay, but you know they're they're hit or miss. Their offense is sputters of quite a bit, and their defense isn't really anything to be scared of. So, I think that's a game we could win. And I also think out of the rest of the games, we can we could we should we could take Cleveland. They have a tough. Their defense is really tough, and um, I'm afraid our for offensive line in that game. Um, but if we take Cleveland and Dallas, we would end up with a six and ten record, baby, just like you guys <laughs> called it. Six and ten to the Super Bowl. So change just win, baby, to six and ten, baby, and that's six and that's ten. Just it. That was the name of one of our episodes, six and yeah. ten, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for the Cincy game, I, I mean, it'll it'll be it'll be ugly, I think. But I think we could easily pull it out. And I also I also want to mention that we should we should note that we're we're gonna try to do a pod next week as well for bye week and do some fun stuff. Yeah. 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 Switch it up a little bit. We're gonna talk what about think? whatever we want. It's gonna be dumb and funny, I hope. <laughs> be dumb funny. Maybe. It, 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 oh, oh damn it. Dan <laughs> you, you you pulled the words out of my mouth and I'm angry at you. <laughs> dumb funny though. Yeah. I mean if I look at the schedule. I mean, Baltimore to me is not as good as people advertise. I know not this year. I, I don't know what Dan's going to do when we play Cleveland. He's going to like be. Remember that SNL skit where Mike, like, <laughs> you know, with the the Bears. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like he, Ditka, it becomes the coach of New Orleans, and then it just shows like the dude with Ditka. half a New Orleans jersey, yeah. half a Bears jersey, <laughs> uh, melded together with nacho cheese, and just wanders like around the midpoint <laughs> between the two cities. Like that's probably Dan in that game. <laughs> No, I mean, if if Odell was still playing, it would be it'd be much harder. But you know, now I, I'll I'll let Baker ride on his own, and and I'm I'm gonna stay with my my G men, you know. Oh, so life. you're quick you're quick to let. Someone I told go you, I felt weird about being a bandwagon fan. <laughs> well, then why'd you do it in the first place? Oh, come on, you know. I mean, contrarian. We got. We got. We can't. We can't all be on the same side. No, I know. I know. I, I just have such a hard time getting behind another team. Like hard, dude. I'm not actually I mean, behind them. I don't. I can't watch any games. I watch every down of every I, giant game. I, I like. can't like other teams, but I do like other players that yeah. are on yes. other teams. Yes. So like Fair. when I see them doing Fair well, enough. like makes me happy. But like, yeah, yeah. I, I, the Giants are the only team I would actually root for. I don't really care about anybody else but yeah i mean like i like to watch russell wilson play so when i watch of course seattle play i kind of root for them because i think he's like a good dude and a great quarterback and it's a fun story being a late round pick and having so much success you know i don't yeah. know no no i feel you yeah i mean you know i don't know about like arizona or anything but like deandre hopkins can jump pretty high huh yeah yeah he can <sighs> he likes that was some catch that was some dude. catch and, and, and Murray, man, give him some credit for like getting. I mean, it was a hell. It was it was a it's prayer. Amazing. It was a prayer, but he got out of there to the outside and really put that up to Dude. probably the best receiver in the NFL. Who, who was um, traded away for <laughs> David oh my Johnson? God. Wow, 
Do you imagine like doing like that trade happens and you're like, oh, who owns the Texans? I don't know who it is. I'm not uh, that name. racist dude. But boy, <laughs> that racist. Oh dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is. He's yeah. like full out. I don't, don't feel uh-huh. like a white billionaire would be like that. But you know, I guess from Texas, happens sometimes. Oil, oil money. <laughs> but, uh, um, <laughs> but boy, uh, you so- let Bill O'Brien destroy your franchise and then just fired him like two weeks later. <laughs> what? What? That's that's the way to do it. That's a real Jets move or something. You know, this is why you have to give the Giants credit, though, because the, the Maras and Tishes are only billionaires because they own the Giants. It's not because they, like, did something else outside of it. Hey, hey, if, if it was 1925 and I had the chance to buy a team for 500 bucks, I'd do it. It's a football family, you know. Um, I wanted to go, uh, just speaking, you know, greater NFL, uh, I think it's possible. Now, you know, bear with me here. It's possible Jason Garrett is having an effect on other teams in the NFL right now. How so, Colin? How's that? Well, I was watching uh, uh, Titans Colts on Thursday night, and I saw a jet sweep to their tight end, Jonu Smith, and it was a <laughs> success. And I think it was it was a clear nod to the grandmother. To, to the great. To the great grandmother, that is Jason Garrett and his glasses. <laughs> to Mother Goose of offensive football. <laughs> oh, not not for nothing though. I do have to say, I, I I did write on my notes that there was a play early on in in our game that was like I don't think I've ever seen the Giants even come close to doing something like this. It was early uh, on, right? Yeah, that middle script, screen the to Ingram sections are always really good. The middle screen like toss. Mm-hmm. Which had like I think it was Sterling Shepard going in motion. It was a lot of motion, and then out of nowhere Ingram showed up, got the middle screen, and then got twelve yards for the first down. I was just like, I, "This is the most imaginative stuff I've ever seen this team do." And I was like, "All right, yeah, the scripted stuff in the beginning is very easy to do, as long as you're able to pull some stuff out later on." And the fact that he keeps going back to the uh, to the up tempo when he feels like it's going to take uh, the defense off guard is such a refreshing thing to me because like remember when Gilbride used to kind of hint at doing that kind of stuff back in the day and be like no nah, I'm not going to do you it not going to do I it I feel like the motion in the NFL is becoming a lot more sophisticated this season I see a lot of weird weird motions going on I think it's like motion was traditionally used to try to read the defense but now I feel like they're using it to try to confuse defenses No more. yeah exactly. motion's motion's been a part of the most effective offenses of the past you know 5 years or so Kyle Shanahan is famous for it they they mm-hmm. have motion on almost like every play you know why not it, it throws a wrinkle and it's something else that has to be accountable and, and another variable that the defense ha- defense has to figure out so if you're organized enough and well coached enough you can motion every everything and only improve your odds i think i i feel like there's more and more new ideas being incorporated across the nfl and as a whole and and that's sort of translating to a, a more wide open fun style of football similar to college game um and the thing that I love about this season, you know, it sucks that there's no fans in the stands and you can't really feel the energy, but I think the brand of football has been really fun. And I especially love just, it's, it's just a ton now of young quarterbacks in the league and they're all fun. Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Tua, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Burrow, and even Daniel Jones um, are all playing like a fun, exciting, athletic style of football. And, um, it's just it just gives you a lot of eye candy and a lot of fun things to, to watch. You know, Kyler rushing for sixty yards, like burning people, and Josh Allen hooking the ball a hundred yards and running people over. There's just so much cool stuff going on. It's almost as if people, the, the old the old white men of the NFL, have started to finally come around to the fact that exciting football is what gets people to watch. Imagine that. Yeah, and it also works. Like it's yeah. an effective way to do it. 
Yeah. I mean, what's, what's the common denominator between all the guys you mentioned is that they're all very athletic for yeah. traditionally a position that maybe you wouldn't would be a pocket passer in. But they're all moving a lot. Like, I mean, I'd like to say every one of those guys is not is like a scrambler, but a lot of them are. I mean, and, and the, the ones who aren't, like Herbert, I mean, he's – I wrote him off. Oh, he, he was moves. Drafted. He moves. I mean, he doesn't move like, you know, Daniel Jones, but he moves. Sure. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> but, um, you know, he – man, what – I wrote him off for the draft. I read a lot about him and a lot of research about him because I liked him uh, in college. And, like, people were saying his game would not translate to the NFL, and I was 100% wrong. And he's been awesome. Yeah. To see the Dolphins, like, doing awesome, too. I think two is going to be really good. And I think the yeah. the better part of the Dolphins is kind of their front office has done a good job jettisoning, jettisoning people at the right times for capital and, and, and you know, capitalizing on, on what they achieved there. So I think the sure. Dolphins are a team to look at moving forward, too. too, you know. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting like division. Without, and the Patriots aren't going to be on the top of it for a long time. Because Josh Allen, too, is, like, awesome. I love Josh Allen. He's a great player. That game, the the Bills Arizona game was so fun. Oh yeah, yeah. I wish so I got fun. to see so that. Glad I got to watch it. I only saw the highlights, and especially the end. Uh, my, my my mom actually texted me. She's like, "Did you see that catch?" And I was just like, "I, you're more in tune than I am <laughs> right now. I, I have no idea what's going on. I had to look after the yeah, fact." Yeah, they gave us um, the Steelers game where I was, but I watched the yeah, highlights. They, they were running both of them, in, at least in in Hoboken. They were. They had oh, uh, yeah, channel, yeah. They had Steelers on on Fox and. Uh, Arizona Bills on CBS. Oh man, I just nice. assumed that there's only one four no, o'clock man. game. It was on. awesome. They had a huge nope. four Gosh. o'clock. Uh, My yeah. golly gee. You know that's weird because this year that's the second time where there's been two games at four, and that's never been the case in the past. Well, they had six wild. games going on at four this week. That's right. Wow. It was because of the Masters, I think. Oh, uh, they had to they had to, to front load it then. Yeah, which was great. Yeah. I feel like it would be awesome if there were six games at one, six games at. Do, do, at four. do you guys ever watch golf on TV? I no, can't. No. I can't do it. It's, I like no. playing it, but I don't know. I like I, having a couple it. brews and driving the cart around, doing a little little light putting. You know. I well, watch. I like when, when you're when you're my chauffeur and I'm golfing. It's the best. Yeah, I mean that's been fun. I I I just don't find golfing that enjoyable. But I, what I do find enjoyable is uh, drinking beer. So I do like to go golfing. <laughs> 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 Any other thoughts on just, this week, guys, in the NFL? Well, I, or? I, I, what? No. I was what do you just got thinking going? with our conversation about the quarterbacks and how, just like kind of thinking about what the brand of, of young quarterback is in the NFL. And I know that people have been discussing this for the last 15 years, but I think we're actually at the point where I don't think there's really going to be that standard drop back pocket quarterback going forward. Like it's going to be depleted. Colin. As soon as Tom Brady is gone, like gone, gone, that's it. You know what's funny? I... You said this to me many years ago. I think we were in high school, and you were like, "Michael, the kind of quarterback Michael Vick is is the future of the NFL." And we were saying it to my dad, and he's like, "Colin is couldn't be more wrong." <laughs> it might have taken a lot longer than you thought, but you are right. Look at where we are wow, now. Wow, I, I said that to you. Yep, you certainly did. I remember it. Huh? And and then then I ended up flipping tables in college because Nick would piss me off so much playing with him in Madden. <laughs> The, Vic, the irony is... Vic has not been, been great to you over time, or also no. animals, but... <laughs> um, Woof. But he's reformed himself, so... Well, I, I, you know, I, people make mistakes, but some of the mistakes aren't really forgivable. Yeah. That's a very good point. And anyway, he played for the wrong team, so... Um, yes. <laughs> so, guys, thank you for joining us tonight in the Big Will United podcast. Um, please subscribe. 
Write us an email, BigBlueUnitedPodcast at gmail.com. Um, you know, follow Big Blue United on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget to get those knockarounds. We'll see you next time. Peace out.